What up? We are back again today in the studio. Happy to be rocking with you guys again. Uh, I know this is coming out probably a, a day later than what you guys are normally uh, used to. Again, uh, my work schedule and, and traveling and everything has been absolutely insane. And it's been a ton of fun to uh, to be traveling, uh, watching football games in person and, and, and doing that. But uh, also make, I need to make time for you guys. So, uh, I do, I wanted to get this podcast out and I wanted to get it so, uh, you know, we continue to talk about the Big Ten. This is a Big Ten football focused podcast. This is your host, Tyler, rocking with you guys on yet another beautiful, beautiful, uh, I guess autumn evening, right? We're, we're in autumn now. We're in fall. Starting to see it. Starbucks starting to sell their uh, pumpkin spice lattes. You know I've got to get in on some of that. It's pumpkin spice time. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Well, here we go. Uh, don't want to waste much of your time. Again, uh, watching the the reactions this last week to, to the last slate of games and stuff like that. By the way, we absolutely nailed. We, we killed it this last week. Uh, really very happy with, with the overall success of of what we've been able to put together uh, so far this year, uh, you know, moving and, and, and grooving and, and, and moving things forward, uh, you know, following the trends, I think that we've really hit on a lot of them. Uh, the only one that I'm really disappointed in is, has been Illinois. I thought they were for sure going to be uh, battling for, for top dog in, on that other side of the conference, which I don't know if they're going to. Um, I think that might be a little bit of a revised take and stuff like that, but uh, I feel like we've nailed Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, uh, even Maryland. Even though we've been, we've said that it's a weird team, we've, we've nailed on them. Uh, really just just feeling good so far in the season now as we get into big 10 v big 10 we don't have nearly as many games this week uh just to let you guys know uh once when we get into to, to the the nitty-gritty big 10 v big 10 is going to get it's going to get tighter it's going to get tougher uh and this is where a lot of the value is going to come in on uh, as we watch this as we go through this we're going to give out our predictions as always and uh, kind of break down each and every game so the first game up that I want to talk about, we've got Louisiana taking on Minnesota. Now, I don't know if there's a team in America right now that needs a win more than Minnesota at, at this current moment, at this current juncture. Minnesota has just looked bad. Uh, I mean, even in their good games that they've won, I quote-unquote good games because it was a win, Nebraska and Eastern Michigan, something's just been off. Uh, letting Northwestern back in the game when you had the lead, odd. I don't know. I, I can't pinpoint it. I don't know if it's uh, you know play calling, if it's if it's lack of creativity on, on that front, or or really what it is. Like I said, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can pinpoint it. But I can tell you this much: Minnesota needs to bounce back uh, in a big way. Now, good thing for Gopher fans: they're three and zero straight up and two and one against two and one against the spread uh, against uh, Louisiana. They're eleven and zero. Uh, straight up and seven and three against the spread when facing Sunbelt opponents. So you can pretty much pencil in a win here. I don't think that, uh, Louisiana is going to make any kind of noise to upset them. However, Louisiana is definitely no slouch. Um, they're, they're in the Sunbelt, yes, but. Um, in years past, right? Uh, they're just two years removed from a 13 and one season, making a lot of noise down there. Uh, last year went six and seven, uh, in three and one start. So it's not going to be like it's a walk in the park, but Minnesota should do well. I think Minnesota really needs this win. This is, this is again, must win territory for, for Minnesota. Uh, my prediction so far, or the prediction that I have, uh, for, for the Minnesota game is I'm going to go 28 seven in favor of Minnesota. Right now, the line is sitting at 11 
uh, at some books. And so if you're, if you're interested on the gambling side, right, we're taking Minnesota minus 11, but I really think that the Golden Gophers, this is a good get right spot. Uh, you're going to win this game. Look, you're not going to be Michigan, so so we're not even going to entertain that for the for the little brown jug, right? We're not even going to entertain that. Uh, but going three and three into the bye week is is less than ideal. But at least you're three and three. At least you're there. I mean, obviously four and two would be better. Five and one would be great. Six and zero oh would be ideal. But I think right now, um, getting to three and three, resetting yourself for the second half of the season. The bye week comes at a really crucial time. I think the Michigan game is going to show a lot of weaknesses, but I think this game is a good get right spot for the, for the Golden Gophers. Next game up, we have Penn State taking on Northwestern. Uh, really, Northwestern has surprised me. This is a team that could have thrown in the towel, could have said, hey, you want to know what? With what happened this offseason, losing our head football coach, right? And everything that's going on with this program. They could have said, we're going to beat UTEP. We're going to beat uh, Howard. We're calling it a year. 2-10, and ten, ride us in, basically as a loss on every single team. Every team gets a win. We're going to wait till we have a full head coach, until we have time in the offense and the defense, blah, blah, blah. Now, this, this Northwestern team still has the, the grit that, uh, you know, was, was Northwestern teams of old. Looking at it, uh, I, I don't think there's really much of a chance for them to beat Penn State. Penn State is coming off, uh, off an absolute ripper of a game. Looked phenomenal against Iowa. 31 to 0, right? Force four turnovers. Now, I don't know if you could play much better of a game than what you did against Iowa. Uh, you have a bye week next week, so there's no look ahead if you're Penn State. I think Penn State's going to take care of business here. Uh, it, it is on the road. Now, they are, um, 8 and 2 straight up against Northwestern, 6 and 4 against the spread, uh, exclusively. Uh, well, against the Wildcats since 2003, 4 and 1 straight up, and 3 and 2 against the spread. In Evanston, want to make sure I get those stats perfectly for you. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, I, I think Northwestern. That was kind of I wouldn't say like the Super Bowl, but that was a very big win last week. Uh, hard to refocus yourself after an overtime emotional win. Then uh, Penn State coming to town. Get not a look ahead game where you're playing Howard the next week, but. Anyway, I think Penn State's going to get the victory. Uh, my prediction: thirty-four ten. Uh, right now. Uh, at the books, it's about 26 and a half is what they're favored. I think that Northwestern is going to cover that number. I think it's a big number. I think the Nittany Lions are capable of doing it, but I think after a near flawless game against Iowa, it's going to be easy to have a few letdowns. Northwestern is good enough to get the ball into the end zone or force a couple of, of turnovers to, to do it. Penn State's looked great, though. Uh, and and really, after the bye, they have UMass followed by Ohio State. So their schedule's really starting to ramp up here. Uh, but again, Nittany Lions very impressed with what they did last week. Next game up, we have the the uh, Hoosiers of Indiana traveling to College Park, Maryland, take on the Terrapins. Uh, Maryland, one thing that's really interesting, they've scored over 31 points in every single one of their games. Now, you might say it might be against quote-unquote suboptimal teams. I mean, not not the, the toughest team in the world, Towson or Charlotte, but this team, this offense has been humming. This is a really good team. I think it's it's got really good structure. As long as they stay healthy, they're going to continue to do good. The one thing that scares me about this game is this is a perfect spot for a letdown. Uh, you have Indiana, really Indiana, uh, they look good against Louisville. I definitely overvalued them after that because I thought Louisville was going to beat them pretty good. Uh, they looked just kind of bad against Akron. Uh, they're two and two right now. Their bye week is 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 next week. So 
I just, I think this could be a scary spot. If you're a Terrapins fan, uh, you're going to hope that they don't come out slow, that they can come out, get a couple of scores, maintain that lead, and, and really just kind of be down on the Hoosiers. I think Maryland's going to win this game. Now, right now at the books, uh, the line is minus 14 and a half which is an interesting line. Uh, I think that this offense is just too potent. Uh, I just don't think that Indiana has the 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 oomph or the 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 motor to be able to keep up with this uh maryland offense maryland's looking good again uh the only thing that scares me could be kind of a letdown spot if you're not scared of that i think that 14 and a half is 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 great value i think it's gonna be 38 14 i do think indiana's going to get in the end zone but after a real yucky loss maybe i'm now uh, you know, moving more towards the the uh, the overreaction just because they did lose. But you know, to be honest with you, in in my opinion, I, I just think that uh, Maryland's good, and and I had them wrongfully rated on a couple of games. We got it right against the Michigan State game and the Virginia game. Uh, so now we're just going to get it right again, and we're, we're going to continue to be right with Maryland. So excited to watch the game. Uh, should be a, a wonderful game. It is at two thirty Central. Uh, next game up that we have on the slate is uh, we have Purdue taking on Illinois. Now, Purdue and Illinois, uh, a really fascinating game. Uh, similarly, I, I, I absolutely love watching this game and, and these two teams in particular. Purdue at times has shown flashes of, of greatness. They've been like really good, followed by just you know a couple of boneheaded mistakes. Illinois hasn't, I don't feel like they've really hit their peak yet. Uh, I think that they could potentially get better over time. But really, as I'm, as I'm sitting here looking at Illinois, I, I think they have it. I, I had this team rated eight and four. One model had them at nine and three. This, every single model outside of one had them beating Purdue in this spot. Now, they're coming off, off, off of a lackluster FAU win. Uh, I think going on the road, I think this is a, another kind of similarly to, to, to Minnesota, this is a great get-right spot. I think this team needs to get right. I think they need to get back to what makes Illinois football great, honestly. Uh, I love watching Illinois. You, Everybody knows um, that, that they're one of my favorite teams to watch so far. Um, but anyway, I, I really think that for the most part, we're going to be uh, really treated to, to, to an absolute great game. The one thing that does concern me uh, so far with uh, with Illinois is that there's just not been a lack of offensive production. It's it's just been pretty lackluster. I I need to see it. Uh, this game right now is rated at a pick'em. So if you feel great one way or another, I mean it's it's what what it is, right? It's what the what we have to, to deal with. So the books don't really know. I think this is a great spot for, for uh, Illinois to go. Though They would move to three and two. They would then have Nebraska up next, which I think is a win. Uh, and then they would be moving to, to four and two. And then looking at Maryland, Wisconsin, you're hoping you can walk away and split the difference on that one uh, to go five and three, you know, going into the last four games of the year. And it's like, hey, two games we get, or one game we get to pull eligibility, then we're going to start making some noise. So, uh, you know, on the road, it's going to be difficult. Hostile environment. Love the game, though. Should be a great play. Uh, Purdue, we'll see how they bounce back, how they respond. Now they're on a two-game skid. Can they come back and get right against Illinois? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's going to be close. My prediction for for the game 
that I have down, uh, let me look here, 27-24 in favor of Illinois. Should be, honestly, probably my favorite game of the weekend. Uh, like I said, just to be honest with you guys. Uh, next game up, we have, uh, let me make sure here, we have Nebraska taking on Michigan. Look, Nebraska and Michigan, uh, really interesting game. Used to get me excited, uh, used to get me up, get me, get me out of bed. Uh, right now, this Nebraska team is just not very good. And do I think Matt Rule can completely change this program around? We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Temple is not. Uh, Nebraska, uh, Baylor is not Nebraska. They looked all right against Louisiana Tech. N- not super surprising in either victory. I think Michigan has yet to hit their full stride. I want to think. I think Michigan beats down on them. Now they continue to lay these massive numbers in favor of Michigan. Uh, right now it's it's uh, plus seventeen in uh, for Nebraska, so minus seventeen for Michigan. I think it's be thirty one ten. I do think that Michigan's going to take care of business. Uh, could be scary. Michigan, Michigan, and Nebraska always play each other tight. But again, I think with with Harbaugh not being there, the first three games and then playing subpar opponents and then uh you know Rutgers played really tough the first quarter first half arguably they got it right in the second half Michigan's looking at Nebraska next week you've got Minnesota so no look ahead I think this is going to be the best that we've seen Michigan and as we continue to to evolve and and we go through the season Michigan's got to show that they deserve I think right now they're rated number two in the nation number ranked number two in the nation they've got to show that they that they deserve to be here that they deserve a seat at the table Uh, Georgia Michigan Ohio State you know a lot of people talking about them USC Texas Alabama I mean there's there's so many teams that are just right there Michigan needs a statement win I can't think of a better team than to beat on Nebraska. Uh, we saw what it did for Colorado and the and the acclaim that they got. Uh, this is a great time for Michigan. Looking forward, though, uh, I really don't think Michigan is going to be tested until the, the final four games. Purdue, Penn State, Maryland, Ohio State. Those four games are going to be the toughest of the of the year. You know, that slate alone after the year bye week. We'll see if Michigan can get right where, where uh, you know, and, and get their offense to so they can start covering these massive numbers. But I think right now Jim Harbaugh is just happy that they're, you know, they're winning. Okay, final two games. We got Rutgers taking on Wagner. Not much of an analysis here. Rutgers is going to win. They're going to beat down on them. Uh, again, Rutgers look decent through a half against Michigan, I would say. They're three and one right now. They're going to go, uh, to four and one, in my opinion. Uh, Looking ahead, uh, just just staying here with the Scarlet Knights, you've got Wisconsin uh, on the horizon, Michigan State on the horizon, followed by Indiana. You're three and one. You beat Wagner. You're four and one. You've got to find two games. What are your two games? I think the best two games to win is Michigan State and Indiana. If you can get to six wins and you're six and two going into the final four, you're like, hey, we're not going to lose all four. We're good enough to win at least one of them. You can beat maybe Ohio State. Iowa, Penn State, Maryland, you're going to say, I want to beat one, go seven and five. This Rutgers team is good. Defense, good. Offense, fun to watch. Uh, you know, kind of similarly to, to, to Illinois last year, we, we said the Scarlet Knights team is not a team that we were going to take lightly. We had a power rated at six and six to begin the season. Uh, most models putting them at, at six and six or five and seven, but I can see if they can beat Michigan State, they can beat Indiana. I can see them getting, you know, pulling out an upset against one of those four and then moving to seven and five which would be a total and utter win for Rutgers again where we're adding people into the conference it's only going to get harder it's only going to get more difficult right 
And USC, UCLA, not going anywhere. They're good programs. Washington, Oregon, great programs. So if you can get a seven and five season before the madness that, that the Big Ten becomes in a few years, you know what? Hey, you're going to take it. Love this Rutgers team. If you have not watched them, uh, maybe this weekend isn't the, the weekend to watch, but, uh, this team is really fun and a really fun team to watch. I've, I've really enjoyed watching Shiano and, and see if he can put the pieces back together. Cause I remember growing up, uh, you know, I, I liked West Virginia, uh, watching Louisville and Rutgers seem to be the two biggest quote unquote bugaboos. I guess a little bit of, of Pittsburgh, uh, when they were, you know, semi relevant there, but though I just remember Rutgers and, and Louisville giving the Mountain everything uh, they wanted and I remember watching them Friday nights and, and Saturday nights and uh, big wonderful college football games and I, I want to see this program back to prominence uh, in the football realm and and Shiana's doing it you know uh, five and eight four and eight let's get to seven and five let's see if we can maintain that and then make that next jump uh, to greatness last game up we have is Iowa taking on Michigan State uh, really hard to talk about Michigan State, not a lot of, I mean, not even a lot of national media uh, is talking about Michigan State just because it's a difficult situation. You've got, um, you know, pending investigations and allegations swirling around. And I said, we don't want to discuss those things. What we want here on, on, on uh, you know, the Big Ten Football Focus podcast is all ball. But yeah, those things affect what happens on, on the field. I mean, we're just going to be honest. Uh, and for Sparty, they played all right against Central Michigan. They obviously beat Richmond. You weren't going to be Washington, uh, and Maryland just just really took it to you. I mean, there really was no juice, no energy, no flow. It might do be due to the fact because there's a lot of chaos right now uh, at Michigan State. But but as I'm looking at it, uh, you're not in the same realm as Iowa, uh, especially going on the road. Iowa coming off an embarrassing loss. Look. It's a great spot for either team uh, to get a win because both teams have, uh, you know, coming off of losses, had a, had a rough week the, the week prior. But look, you're at home. Iowa, this is a perfect game for Iowa just to run ground and pound and just do Iowa football. I don't think you're going to lose six fumbles and, and have four, four turnovers, right? You lost six, four total turnovers. You're not going to be on the field for only 14 minutes against this Michigan State team. Iowa is going to get right. They've spent all week of people bashing them. They finally get into the top 25, and then it's like, oh, well, did you see their performance against Penn State? No, Penn State's just really good. This is a great place for Iowa to get a win. They're going to win this. They're going to beat Purdue next week. They're not going to get the look-ahead game right. They're going to stay on track. They're going to be ready for Wisconsin because it's coming down. It looks like those two are kind of uh, on track to meet on this side of the conference. Now, does not mean that, that this Michigan State game is going to be an entertaining. Uh, right now, the, the line's about 12 and a half. I think it'll be 21-7. Uh, I don't see this Sparty team. It's just the offense hasn't clicked. It hasn't came together. There's defense. You have a lot of holes on defense. And Iowa, the one thing, now again, last week was tough. You can't have your defense out there for almost 45 minutes, right? Uh, but it's hard uh, to evaluate this game, uh, this last game, right, against Penn State. You throw out the tape and you say, look, we beat Utah State, we beat Iowa State, we beat Western Michigan. We're going to go beat Michigan State, get right, uh, and get the season back on track. I don't think it's a total loss. Penn State, again, great team. 
You're three and one, move to four and one, beat Purdue five and one. You're going into that Wisconsin game with some, with some juice, with some energy. Minnesota hasn't looked great on this side of the conference. Northwestern doesn't have the players I think that you guys have. Illinois hasn't really looked great. Seems like there's something a little off with their offense as well. Nebraska in a total rebuild. Matt Rule redoing things. So this Iowa team's going to be fine. Nine and three is more than doable. Uh, maybe even a 10 and two if you get a little saucy, if you're saying they're only going to lose one more game. Possible. Uh, but, but looking at this team, they're, they're a typical Iowa team. What more do you want from them? They know what they want to do. Uh, they're going to win this game. I don't think it's going to be high scoring 21 seven in favor of the Hawkeyes. Uh, a lot of bye weeks this week, uh, and, and really not much to, there's no other games to talk about. Uh, but we're here for it. We're here for all of the games. Uh, just, just as kind of a preview, I know that this is, uh, the week five. We're looking at week five. Next week, some pretty fun games as well. We've got, uh, Illinois and Nebraska on Friday, uh, October 6th, followed by Ohio State and Maryland kicking off. Uh, I think that's the big noon kickoff. And then, uh, Iowa, Purdue, Minnesota, Michigan, obviously, uh, rivalry there. So, uh, so it seems like a lot of buys are going to be coming up, uh, here shortly, but really excited for this week. Uh, again, another great week of Big Ten football. You can't ask for more. It's fall. It's starting to cool. The leaves are changing. There's pumpkins, Bryce. You're seeing those Halloween candies. I love fall. I love football. Do not wish it away, people. I keep on saying, hearing people, oh, I can't wait for X. I can't wait for October. Can't wait for November for Thanksgiving. Do not wish it away. Football season, fall, best season, hands down. Love it. Uh, thank you guys for the continued support. This is the Big Ten Football Focus podcast presented by Woos Media. Stay tuned for our show. We record on Sunday night. It will be published on Monday. We'll get back to it. Uh, I'm not traveling this week, so... I'm excited to, to have a little bit of time here uh, and really evaluate. Still been able to catch every game. No travel uh, this next weekend or the, or the following week. Really excited for you guys uh, you know, to, to break down everything uh, that we see this next week. So thank you guys so much. Be sure to like, comment, rate, review, and subscribe. We'll see you guys 